0: another edition of the gobeski wallace report my name is adam gobeski
1: and i'm charlie wallace we've got two guests with us today we have paul wilcox hey and doug gobeski
0: great to be here so that sounds fun what are we going to talk about today charlie uh
1: well why don't we start it off with the segment shipping for charlie that sounds fun doug
2: oh you've got some chips yeah no i need to go grab the bag of chips sorry i didn't i didn't think about it you better go do that right now Okay, hold on. Honestly, some people.
1: are you going to make me like slow down your <laughs> yeah. track?
0: Why, is there a problem with the way I'm talking?
1: You're going to sound normal, and Paul's just going to sound... I'm
3: going to sound <laughs> extra slow.
2: <laughs> all right, I don't so understand I have... what the problem is. All right, so I have here a bag of solid black Doritos, spicy... All
1: right, all, all right, now the Doug's doing it, now we have to <laughs> dig into it. You're talking <laughs> fast, Adam. I don't
2: know. It's willing I don't to know deal anything. with just you. <laughs> yeah, what's the problem? I mean, Solid Paul's black talking really an, slowly, but... Solid Black is an ongoing initiative from Doritos to provide resources and a platform for black change makers who use innovation and boldness to drive culture and give back to their communities. We partnered with Chef Chris Williams from the PepsiCo Foundation Black Restaurant Accelerator Program on this delicious flavor, which is available for a limited time only. What is the flavor? As I said already, the flavor is spicy pineapple jalapeno. Oh, that's cool. That actually sounds like it's going to be pretty darn good. So I'm excited about this. I'm going to open the bag now. Get a, get a little blast of uh, spicy spiciness there. It's almost like opening up a bag of salsa verde. Ooh, I like salsa reding. The the chips look uh you know it, 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 it's a Dorito. It's 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 a Dorito. It's just got you know flavored, you know, powder, seasoning, whatever. Let me let me bite into one. Wow. Like it's got some heat to it from the jalapeno. Like you can actually taste jalapeno flavor. Well, Doug, are you okay? You seem to have slowed down a bit. It is a powerful chip. It is throwing me off. It's- <laughs> It's making me—it's making me feel like I should uh, you know, take some time and you know reflect on life and
0: enjoy it more. Life's too short; you got to beat the clock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is that in like a good way, Doug, or a bad way? And like a oh, these are great chips, or oh, these chips are bad, and I shouldn't waste my time on them anymore. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it's a—it's a great way. Oh, it's a, right. su- surprise! Let me let me try another one. Yeah, it's got a remarkably. Uh, remarkably strong pineapple flavor to it as well. Like it is pretty much exactly as advertised from the name. The the only thing that's uh, not as expected is that the chips are normal Dorito chips. So they're like Dorito kind of yellow corn chip colored. They are not dyed or blue corn. So it says solid black, but it's it's not actually. Well the chip isn't. Yeah, those are good. I would definitely recommend those. So I think the last time I was at Target, they had them in the normal aisle with the normal flavors. But when I bought these several weeks ago, they had uh, a big cardboard stand next to the pop aisle. Because uh, at my local Target, it's not an enclosed pop aisle. It's like the last aisle. And then it's just open space. For
1: this segment of Chip with Charlie, I actually got my hands on those chips as well. But Ooh. I recorded ahead of time my what? reaction to them i t- texted you this oh
2: <laughs> yeah i know that but the listeners don't
1: oh okay are <laughs> you going for the uh, verisimilitude? all right i have a recording of it though and i'm going to play that for you right now hello this is another edition of chipping with charlie today i've got doritos spicy pineapple jalapeno chips yes doug Thank you for pointing these out to me. i had seen them in Target before and just neglected to get them because I knew that it would be a long time before a podcast episode. And now that we have a podcast episode coming up where we don't really have time for this, I'm just I'm just going to eat them now and then bust this out if I need to. Uh, I don't know. I'm excited about this flavor. I actually want to try this one. So let's open it up. Um, it smells like... Like a spicy Doritos flavor, like a salsa verde or something. All right. Whoa. Wow. Spicy. Yep, I get spicy pineapple, but like the flavor hits you like instantly. I don't know. Now, this one might grow on me, but initially that was kind of not super pleasant. Yeah, it did a very, very fruity flavor to it. So I don't know. Maybe I'll record something later after the. Uh... <coughs> okay, it's kind of spicy. The Stockholm Syndrome is set in, so. All right, I'd say, still. I'd so far, I'd say give it a miss. And then, all right, I got it. It tastes like a artificial pineapple flavor, which usually pineapple flavor tastes pretty good to me, but I don't know. I There's some like artificial fruit flavors I don't really like. Like artificial cherry does not taste like cherry at all to me. So yeah, I don't know whether I'm going to eat any more of the bag. We'll see. I'm sitting here watching TV, so I might just accidentally eat some anyway. And I did eat the whole bag. <laughs> that right then
3: so. <laughs> pretty much <laughs> it took a while yeah that is i have this habit of eating seven eighths of a dorito bag <laughs>
2: <laughs> so charlie i like how we pretty much have the exact same review until it comes to the bottom line where i'm like yeah thumbs up and you're like oh thumbs down. <laughs> It's I don't know that I've ever seen something that was more clearly a matter of personal taste, apparently.
1: <laughs> well there you go. I was not able to find this at Target again. Just I was curious and I looked. I wasn't gonna buy more, but they'd taken them off the shelves in Madison. Yeah, so here we are. It is episode two hundred and fifty. Wait what? Think, it is episode two fifty. Really? <laughs> it is. I forgot that until I created the file. And I was like, oh now. Yeah. That's the next one.
2: You're not just going to do a clip show and make this one 251?
1: Uh, no. <laughs> I don't want to produce a clip show over the course of the next week now. <laughs> <laughs> so then what are
0: we going to talk about?
1: So this week, um, a co-worker of mine said, hey, we should go upstairs. There's this new thing in our department. It's called the Clinician Collaboration Center or Zone or something like that. They're like, It's pretty cool. You should come up and see it. And just across the hospital. there's seven floors up. But we got there. And what it is, it's like a hospital break room, but like a super cool break room, like a club almost. And like you have to scan your badge to get in. And they've got like free snacks, like everywhere, like candy. And they get soup from the cafeteria. And so like <laughs> for like eight or nine hours in the day, they just have like soup that you could take. But they also have like rooms in the back that... They're called respite rooms where you can go and you just click the button on the outside for how much time you want. And it's just like a small room you can go in and just like lock the door and like, well, I'd hesitate to put it this way, but like do whatever you want, right? (laughs) But you could rent them for like, not rent them. You just like click the button and you can be in there for like, you know, an hour or two hours or whatever. There's a couch that's
3: long enough that you could actually like sleep on it. So is it like a humanized version of the Amazon crying box? (laughs) what
1: (laughs) i don't know what that is oh (laughs) is that a skin or a real thing
3: no it was it was a real thing but it was more it was like a break room like in the factories or something but it was like it was basically like a large telephone booth kind of thing where you could go in and get like quiet time oh yeah so it's kind of like that
1: i i guess yeah I mean, and it, it makes sense that this is there, right? Because there's a lot of doctors in the hospital. And it's like in a lot of ways for people who work there overnight. Like, yeah, they could go take a nap or whatever.
2: Is the room rated for sleeping? Because don't you have to have like smoke detectors or There are smoke for- detectors.
1: I know because I went up there and I was going to try out one of the rooms. <laughs> and they said, you can't do that right now because we're testing the smoke alarms.
2: <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you you went up there and you were like, okay, it's time for some respite and you just lit up a, a big stogie. <laughs> or maybe just took some uh, took a few hits off of your vape pen. <laughs> you just set it off. And so
1: I, I didn't have badge access and so I just asked the person that was like, there's like a desk there and she's like super nice and it's like, oh, welcome to the, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I got access and the next time I went up, Like, she came over to me, just came next to me. and like, whispered. She's, like, I'm sorry to interrupt, but just so you know. And I'm, like, she's going to tell me that, like, I'm not allowed to be here. (laughs) (laughs) But, no, she told me, like, oh, we're going to test the fire alarm, so you can't go back there, like, there right now. And I was, like, oh, okay. Uh, But the point, the thing's great, right? But the thing was, is, like, that it exists means that, like, oh, the hospital feels like you should have a break room. They should give you stuff and like try to make you relax and like a place that you could sleep and like take a break this is okay if you do this thing right it's not like oh i'm you're in your office or whatever and like sleeping and like hoping nobody comes and tries to find you or something so that long story i'm wondering what in your life has been like a game changer sort of thing this like completely blows my mind as far as my workplace so like but there's a lot of things in life that are kind of like that like I don't know. What are the things you can think of? Like, one I was thinking of was, it seems stupid, but like an I-pass.
2: What's an I-pass?
1: Or like an easy pass, like on the highway. I'm sorry, what is this?
3: Oh, like when I found out I could just drive through yeah, the things that I just, didn't have to go to. Well, that too. Boost anymore. You, don't, you don't actually need one. <laughs> oh, they, they just bill me later. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they bill you and give you a little warning. It's like, uh-uh, you better... <laughs> Better get an I-Pass next time. Like, oh, I only go this way once a year, so <laughs> maybe I won't do that. But no, it's the thing that you put in your car so you could just go through tolls, like the open tolling.
2: Oh, I only drive on freeways, so. Oh, do you do, like, the
3: avoiding the tolls? The turnpike like... has institutionalized the non ipass pass uh, at least in, uh, in like, Illinois and Indiana, I think. Or maybe just Illinois it's it's like built that way you can like pre-register and you put can? your card out there and then just oh dry, yeah, yeah exactly. take a picture yeah. of your plate and then just automatically deduct it like they said just drive through no no one cares really because now they will send me like mean like
1: email saying like you didn't have your pass if you do this more this month we're going to charge you full price for the toll instead of half price or whatever the ipass
2: deal huh. is so the iPass is a game changer that causes you to get angry emails about how you're going to be charged even double the price. Yeah, but then they don't you make sure that you always have this game-changing thing with you at all times. <laughs> well, All right, fair. So, so Charlie, did it cross your mind that this uh, this room in the hospital is uh, a honeypot room? <laughs> <laughs> you know they're just they're looking to cameras yeah. very soon well no they don't need cameras that's what the badge access is for charlie oh, that's true <laughs> Do you have to badge out
1: you don't have to badge out okay that would be very suspicious
3: <laughs> <laughs> no escape
1: <laughs> another thing was like a neck pillow for when i sleep for like 30 years of my life, I would just wake up and my neck would be sore. And then I would forget about it <laughs> until I woke up the next day and I was like, why is my neck sore? And then I finally decided to get a pillow that like actually formed to the shape of my neck. And I was like, oh, like this is a thing that can happen. <laughs> like, Why have I been dealing with this for so long?
0: So just so we're clear, and I've slowed my voice down just to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> to deal with this. Uh, episode 250 is the life hack
1: episode. Oh, that's what it's called. Oh, okay. Well, now I don't feel quite so uh, clever about bringing it up.
2: Emphasis on hack. Oh, yeah. Hey-o.
1: Here's a life hack. I didn't realize until Kara told me. Like, sleeping bags, most of them, when you're rolling them up to, like, put them back in a, like, a container bag, you're not even supposed to do that. You just stuff that's them
3: why, in. <laughs> yeah, that's why they call it a stuff sack.
1: <laughs> I've never heard that term. I would just roll them up. I'd spend so much time rolling them up. <laughs> And, like, trying to fit them back in. And it's the worst way to do it. Yeah, that is. you can actually get it in there if you stuff it. Because it's so tiny compared to the bag. Like, you wouldn't think you would just, like, use all your force to shove it in. Not even all your force. Just, like, really, like, lazily and clumsily. Like, just stuff it inside there. And it works. And if you're really careful about rolling it up into a nice, neat little package, it does not fit.
3: And then you know that if you stuff it, it folds a different way every time thereby not creating uh, structural issues at the recurrent folds increases longevity works for tents too. That may not actually be, that may be a negligible factor, but I think someone told me that once. I mean, I'm happy to switch
1: topics, but I can keep coming <laughs> up with stuff.
2: No, no, please, please oh. do tell us more uh, life hacks that won't <laughs> yeah, actually well, help you came ready. at all. <laughs> I yearn for more impractical knowledge.
1: <laughs> if we can provide nothing else on this podcast. Un- unusable
2: knowledge. I mean, I'm sure it's fine. It's just, I have no use for it. <laughs> I haven't used a sleeping bag in a decade. You know what? With your life hack, I think maybe I'll start.
3: <laughs> yeah. Does it just really make you want to go camping now? Yep. I'm not going to take that sleeping bag out of that anymore.
1: Finally
2: got it back in. that's why you use the entire sleeping bag as a pillow
3: a tip is to you know if you you can throw like your jacket or something in the in the stuff sack and save on pillow base
2: so i have a question about the neck pillow thing is this one of those u-shaped pillows that you have in like that i see people wearing on airplanes
1: no it's like a contoured pillow what If, if you look at it like From top to bottom. In the middle of it, it's lower than on either end. So there's, yeah, there's a contour for your neck. Like the part that your neck goes on is a little bit higher. And it's like a memory foam pillow too. So there's just a little bit more support under your neck. I I have some of those. Yeah. And if I forget to take that on vacation with me, which I usually do, and my neck is like sore the entire time.
2: So would your neck be sore without it in general?
1: Yes. Or has it made you
2: susceptible to extra soreness when you're not using it?
1: Am I, am I just addicted
2: to it? Yeah, saying? as this in, <laughs> introduced a, weak a weakness. You. <laughs> like it's we it's weakened your neck muscles.
3: I, I mean, this, my head is kind of lull to the side right now. <laughs> <laughs> so the, I feel like this is rapidly becoming a, you know, life hacks for graceful aging podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have any about hemorrhoid pillows next?
3: pillow under the knees is always good if you're sleeping on your back.
2: <laughs> Wait,
3: what? <laughs> Just throw, throw a pillow under your knees, you know, to, to kind of help uh, flatten out your lower back a little bit. It takes a little pressure off the lower back. Found oh. I, if I hurt it or something, provides a little bit of relief. So,
0: life hacks, huh?
1: I mean, have we all forgotten about them? <laughs> it's been a um, good uh, 15 years,
3: I think, since
1: people were super into them
3: i mean they still are now you just have to be like i think they're all just happening visually on tiktok and make no sense
1: oh yeah you're right <laughs>
3: <laughs> basically like all the life hacks are ai generated now
0: you're welcome
3: <laughs> i got distracted because people are lighting off fireworks in my neighborhood it's all like in celebration of episode 250 The the semi-centennial I knew it was being recorded
0: (laughs) Uh, I guess the life hack I have Is that uh, When you go to a store If at the end Of your trip in the store If you have things in your hand uh, If you give money to the people Up front who are there to take your money Then they don't hassle you at the door
2: (laughs) See, I've tried that. I u- I tried to use the self-checkout, and then I decided against it. And then I went back and got something else. And then I went and used the normal checkout, and then I got hassled at the door. So yeah, I don't know about these hmm. life
3: hacks. I got recently hassled at the Meyer automated checkout because I wasn't thinking and I just threw my, you know, purchase prescription bag into one of the bags on the thing at the end oh yeah, and then so it's just like everything freezes and it's like uh wait for assistance or whatever so i got to see the little you know they go over to the screen and it showed a little video clip of me doing that from the overhead camera so i really got to see how the sausage is made
2: yeah me too i've I've had that happen and it is incredibly
3: creepy (laughs) yeah i was like oh I, i guess i didn't realize it was like that now that i know the angle and the margins of the uh the camera feed I know how to keep things out of it or that's what they want me to think you know
2: you just open up an umbrella and then do all of your uh beneath it
3: yeah <laughs> it's like just, just just I, I don't like the fluorescent give me a actually
2: headache. there's a thought what <laughs> if you open up an umbrella and just walk down like covering up other people you'd cause some real havoc that way yeah you could
3: <laughs> you could you could get the secret uh <laughs> A secret shopper on your hands.
1: <laughs> I guess the question is, yeah, how many people do they have to stop shoplifters? If you could get everybody else like sus- yeah. the suspicion on everyone
3: else first, so you get two or three other people stopped. There's no one to stop you. I know it's kinda of, it almost kind of made me think like, you know, it shows you sneaking something into the bag or whatever. So it stops everything, giving you a chance to just decide that you'd rather not get it. Uh, in trouble for stealing one thing, so you just then take that opportunity to steal your whole order and (laughs) go out the door. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any hacks related to that, unfortunately, other than don't put things across the... (laughs) Somehow I was okay to scan my pops, though, and put them right back on the cart. I don't know how that didn't catch something.
1: Have you ever taken something from a store and then realized you didn't pay for it? Like, something on the cart, like, on the bottom of the cart... (laughs) I've done that at least once. And I was like, oops. Did they arrest you? No, they didn't notice. I went back and paid for it. I was like, I'm sorry. I had the soda on the bottom of my card.
3: (laughs) They're like, we don't have a way to do that. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's yours (laughs) now. Thanks. We have
2: already called the cops. There's nothing we can do. (laughs) It's (laughs) out of our hands.
1: By the way, I want to go back to Adam's character who was someone (laughs) who who would have paid for things if they knew that they were supposed to pay for things but just walks out of the store
0: well there's not signs telling you what to do
3: (laughs) please pay for this that's true they just assume that you like know this like weird (laughs) custom
2: yeah i thought it was all just the, the new amazon store where you just pick up your stuff and leave and you never have to actually check out Makes it just point. does it automatically. Did they actually put that into practice or did they just threaten to do it?
3: Not sure. I think some of them did, and like in an experimental fashion, and they were like monumental failures. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I know at
1: work we have a vending machine that uh, you put in your credit card and then you open up just a refrigerator and then the camera or something senses what you've taken and so you don't have to explicitly type in you know, what it is you're taking and there's like a big sign on the back of the door when you open it that's like no seriously you can just take something and go because <laughs> people don't <laughs> believe it. Yeah, I've never
3: used it it's kind of weird <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble <laughs> what if the sign was lying you wouldn't let me use that as an excuse that's
2: <laughs> <laughs> what the sign <science> said <laughs> Wait, so the sign is inside the machine?
1: It's like a, a clear refrigerator door so you can see what's inside. So it's like refrigerated stuff. And then when you open up, yeah, there, there is like some sign on the inside,
2: like the top of the inside or something. So you don't know that like somebody didn't just put that there.
1: Well, it's okay. It's like, all right, it's not a sign. That's the wrong thing to say.
3: It's written on there. in official looking type. Painted. Mm. Okay, it's... It's not like a it's not like a cardboard sign written in a sharpie, <laughs> duct tape to the top of the freezer. <laughs> Just take things and go <laughs> eat the rich.
2: <laughs> so the other day at work, I was like, "Man, I could really go for some like M and M's or uh, you know, like a Snickers or something." So I go to the first vending machine, I put in my money, and it says, "Please use exact change." And I'm like, "We're doing this again." where I put in the exact right amount of money, and it absolutely refuses to sell me what I want. So I'm like, okay, well, this is great. So I go to the next vending machine, and I sent a photo of it to you. <laughs> I was like, I just can't win today. <laughs> it looked like someone had taken, I don't know, a crowbar or a sledgehammer <laughs> to the, the little... You know those little duck bill-shaped things that uh, you insert the dollar bills into? Yeah, that had just been basically snapped off. Completely jacked up. So, oh, long story short, uh, I went to one of those store things you were talking about earlier and gave some money to the person there in exchange for the uh, candy that I wanted. But I had to walk like an entire block to do it. It was it was BS. <laughs>
1: This seems like I might to have told this on the podcast already, the story of a vending machine that uh always had a like a two dollar credit on it. <laughs> so when I walked Wait, I was what? like, Oh, somebody left some money in there. All right. Well, I guess my lucky day. And so I got a soda and then there was still like two dollars left. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> uh <laughs> And so I got another one and there's still two dollars left. <laughs> and that's that's all I could do. Like <laughs> I-, I couldn't go any farther than that. <laughs>
0: And just try to clean out the machine. <laughs>
1: no, no, I could have. So what I did was I called the number on it and told them their machine was broken. But I did whoa, tell the next. Whoa, whoa, but whoa, I did tell the next person. Guy. I did tell the next person that they could get a free soda if they wanted
3: <laughs> free, free soda until until someone comes and fixes it. Teacher, you forgot to give us homework. <laughs> I, I like to think whoever was running the route, you know, it was like they they were trying they were getting back at their boss that way i provide (laughs) free pop until the next time the boss came around
0: so uh hurricane might be coming my way
3: oh yeah
2: i'm sorry oh are you in florida
0: oh arizona what (laughs) what all right it'll probably be a tropical storm by the time it gets around us but i don't know it's gonna go over us we'll just get the outskirts but still so
3: like be a lot of rain for phoenix
2: so like we're (laughs) annihilating what texas new mexico here no california hurricane
3: like southern california yeah did the the hurricane i saw was squarely hitting southern california la and everything
2: yeah but hurricanes are on the other side of mexico Apparently not. They've developed a wall hack,
3: I guess. (laughs) Some theme. And this is after you
1: had the longest stretch of, what, 110 plus days? Yep. In the history of the state? That's, yeah.
2: Oh. So does that mean you're going to get super duper flash flooding? Uh, I guess theoretically, yeah. Oof. Stay safe, jeez. Yeah, apparently there's a Pacific
0: hurricane season. That's what I learned.
2: What? How? The Hmm. way it happens anywhere else.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I was like, first we'd have to talk about how and why hurricanes form. They form off the coast of Africa. (laughs) (laughs) But why? (laughs) That's just labels and names. You know what, Paul? I don't actually know. (laughs) Probably has something to do with what? The... uh pressure systems the coriolis effect <laughs> and differential pressure between latitudes or something uh, creating something i don't know i'm just making this up it's, it's all the butterflies the butterflies
2: hold on hold on warm air rises right
3: yeah i follow
2: okay so naturally it starts at the equator and then moves north
3: uh yes <laughs> And it comes down about 30 degrees north ish, creating high pressure and arid conditions at that latitude. Right. There's some diagrams I feel like I'm, I'm recalling from school right now. But, right, but continue with you your so- Socratic right? uh, absurdist thing that you're going to like w- get us into some kind of crazy conclusion. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh no, no! There, oh, there was God. no conclusion there. The only insight available was that I'm a complete moron. Oh,
3: okay. I, th- I thought you were you were you were doing that thing where you you bring us to some kind of absurd uh, conclusion.
2: I don't do I don't bring us to absurd conclusions, Paul. I bring us to the truth, with the exception of this instance. <laughs> the one time I try to joke around, and this is what I get. Should have known better. Yeah. I know, right? Okay, I do know one thing about hurricanes, which is that I read somewhere that when they pass over warm water they get stronger, and when they pass over land, because they don't have access to warm water anymore, they get weaker. Well I sense. guess they should stay
0: away from my toilet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah Wait, you guys laugh? Wouldn't hurricanes <laughs> want to be over I, I, I like It's a difficult to convey. My, Do you have cold here?
3: My fear? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I guess yeah,
3: you could tell somebody not to pee in the ocean or they might cause a hurricane. <laughs>
0: That's right. Oh. Tell your kids that.
3: Unless you're in like, you know, Florida right now or wherever where there's like 100 degree ocean temperatures. Oh, they'll bring it will bring it actually gets
2: cooler when you pee in it. So yeah, when are you supposed to get hit by a hurricane, potentially, or tropical storm? Sunday night, Monday, something like that.
0: Oh. Kind of exciting. Never been in such a situation before. Especially since it's not directly.
2: Right yeah, now. you... You're not going to get the, like uh, the rip your home apart winds right
3: (laughs) yeah i think it's the excessive rainfall mostly but
2: yeah i'll just get you
3: guys are probably in the zone of not too extreme
0: yeah it won't get to full charlie on chilly night levels so
1: (laughs) (laughs) don't you miss having me as a roommate
0: (laughs) (laughs) i guess kind of yeah it was fun
1: man we'd be putting out a podcast like every day
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh really you'd be editing
3: no, not
0: ever. Nonstop <laughs> editing.
3: <laughs> just immediately after, always editing them till midnight or five a.m. So you know what
1: today is, right? I do not know what today is.
0: You don't know what day it is.
1: I <laughs> know uh, at this point. No.
0: <laughs> do you want me to tell you?
1: I'd love to hear about it.
0: Friday night. I'm thinking that we just might. Fly away to somewhere they won't know who we are.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, okay. <laughs> this,
3: is the, this is the day where I go and get some dirty magazines from from a, kid, <laughs> from a guy's trunk.
0: <laughs> we left on Friday. Now it's Saturday. I don't know why that line. I think it's pure genius. Is that what we're gonna sing at your funeral, Charlie?
1: Yeah, why not? I'm not gonna be around.
0: (laughs) You're not gonna stage a funeral to see what people think of you? (laughs) Perfect funeral, I mean.
1: I think you have to be liked for that to be a good thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You don't wanna just go full Alfred Nobel, find out what people really think of you. Wait, did he do that? (laughs) What? It was more like some newspaper incorrectly published an obituary that he read. And he was sort of like, oh, man, that's why he developed, like, the Nobel Prizes, because he didn't want, like,
1: (gasps) his legacy
0: to be the guy who created TNT and responsible for all this destruction and death. (laughs) Something like that.
1: No, I mean, you also have to be capable of turning your life around if you find out something you didn't want to hear. (laughs) (laughs) I might just wallow in it for the rest of my life.
3: (laughs) Just acceptance, like, oh, okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's another path where you're like, "All right, well, if that's what you think of me,
3: <laughs> I guess I know who my real friends are." <laughs> Time to double
0: down. <laughs> so you got big plans for 250, then,
1: Charlie? Uh, I mean, <laughs> beyond <laughs> what we've already done, what well, we're in—that in was it. my aim, material man. <laughs> when,
0: when the day happens, what are you going to do?
1: Oh, the actual day, the release day. Yeah. Two fifty—that's like a quarter of a thousand. So, you sure? I want to double check
0: that math. (laughs) Mm.
1: Do we? What's something that's two fifty? Like, what's something you could do two hundred fifty times? Like, it's too much. It's too much of most things. Two (laughs) fifty.
3: Uh, I can can think of a lot of things I do like 250 times a year. spectacled bear
0: weighs approximately 250
1: pounds. Okay, wrestle a spectacled bear.
0: Are you on
3: the Wikipedia page for the number 250? (laughs) No, I just googled what's something that's 250. Uh, Three
0: yards of dumpster. Approximately 250 kilograms.
1: (laughs) Three
3: yards of dumpster? (laughs) That's what it says. Empty dumpster maybe. Page for 250 the number on Wikipedia. <laughs> wow. Guinea
0: chicken and vegetable frittata, two hundred and fifty calories. Oh wait, they lied. That says it's only 180
3: calories. How about the top the, the 250th movie ranked on IMDb? Oh
1: wait, yeah, there is a Wikipedia entry. Two hundred and fifty is the natural number following two forty-nine and preceding two fifty-one. <laughs>
3: Like, you can navigate forward and (laughs) backward through a number of pages.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's so bizarre. I love it. I guess the semi-quincentennial is coming up in three years. Yeah, that's a big, uh, big day. Uh, the number 250 reduces to the number 7, and apparently the energy represented by the number 7 contributes to the majority of the resonance represented by the number 250. <laughs> oh. But also the resonance represented by the digits that compose the number 250 also contribute the coexistence of the number 2, the freedom of the number 5, and the inclusiveness of the number 0. Very inclusive number 0.
2: Yeah, I think the 0 is kind of an exclusive thing, because it's like, no, you're not allowed in here. You know, like the only way you can have zero of something is if it's not allowed.
0: Uh, you know, I would not be surprised if AI had written this page.
1: <laughs> what,
0: are, what are you on? Yeah, this, like, affinity numerology. Affinity or infinity? Affinity. Mm. Like the opposite affinity. I thought that was <laughs> <Anti-finity>. infinite. <laughs> can be more than one. So like opposite along a different axis? Yeah. 250 good conversation starters for any social
2: situation. Yeah, what's the number one? Tell me about yourself. (laughs) Hey,
0: we already Uh, did an
1: Icebreaker's episode way, way, way back.
0: (laughs) 250, what's the best compliment you've ever gotten?
1: (laughs) What's the best compliment you've ever gotten? Because I've got nothing right now.
3: (laughs) It's, it's a lose-lose, because, like, you know, no matter what you say, like, if you say something meager, you get roasted for it. And if you say something <laughs> big, you get roasted for it. <laughs>
0: Number 45 is the real winner. Wow, it's so hot slash cold in
1: here. <laughs> Four
0: man! I really hate networking.
3: <laughs> I hope they're talking about the the business thing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what if they're talking about the IT professional thing?
3: <laughs> See that that is fair. I mean, they're what both if, they're both fair. I'd what mean. if it's a
2: gathering of IT professionals?
3: <laughs> then, then both would probably be true. <laughs>
2: Nobody hates networking more than them. Did you hear about a big
0: news story?
3: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I really need to spin up my... I want to see if I can prompt my local large language model to uh, generate that article. (laughs) (laughs) See how long it takes.
0: What's going on in your life, Charlie?
3: Oh, what's going on in my life? Hmm.
0: Only exciting things. I don't know. I mean, I thought was
3: super
1: exciting. I did finish that book that you got me, the one about the uh, video game production. Oh, yeah? What'd you think? I liked it a lot. I was very surprised that it was stories, that, mostly stories about games that had come out and done really well that I had heard of before. <laughs> Considering, I would think a lot of the more interesting stories would probably be things that failed spectacularly and never came out.
2: That is the follow-up book.
1: Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. kind of makes more sense now. Oh, which one? Which one was it? I bought
0: him the Jason Schreier book, the first one.
1: Oh, was that uh...
0: Blood Sweat and Pixels?
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I was initially, I was like, "Oh, this is set around like 2016, 2017 is when he wrote it," and I was going to be like, "Oh, these would be games that like I'd be more interested in games that are coming out now or a really long time ago." And it's like, "Oh no, this is actually just about right because when they would mention like video game news." Like in the larger sense, like things that were going on with like EA and games they were releasing. I was like, oh yeah, I remember when all this stuff happened. Oh yeah, I remember when in Destiny they recorded all those lines for Peter Dinklage. <laughs> and that was a big thing for a while. And then they re recorded them with some other actor. So yeah, I think it was just the right level. I mean, there were a couple of times where it dove into like talking about like computer memory. And I'm like, is this book potentially for people who don't know the different types of computer memory? Potentially yeah I guess so yeah
0: you get it for your twelve you know, year old uh influencer
1: <laughs> Influen- yeah yep but no, I really enjoyed it it was it was pretty easy to get through. I like very much like the stardew valley chapter
3: was't that was stardew valley like was that like a really small team? It was one, like guy. one guy
0: yeah <laughs> really can't get any smaller
3: yeah yeah
1: it was one guy and he had met his uh girlfriend and high school and they both really liked Harvest Moon and so he was like oh I think I'm just I just feel like making this so I can learn how to program and then like he just kept working on it every day and decided like hey would you mind if I just don't get a job and work on this and release this game and she was like okay sure so he just kept working on it for five years oh and then he got a publisher who was willing to take only like 10% of the proceeds from it and so it took a long time and he kept you know updating people about how the game was going and then you know, after five years or whatever of, like, not really having a job, and his girlfriend's, like, going through grad school and things like that. He finally releases the game, and, like, a month later has $14 million in his bank account. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, I guess if you can make a game by yourself.
2: He's working on uh, Haunted Chocolatier now, right? Yes, he is. But I think this
1: is what kind of makes the book fascinating too is like you have all this stuff that goes into it they're just pouring money into it pouring money into it generally and like then suddenly when you sell it there's like not a lot of overhead in the actual selling of the product even if you sell physical copies of it and they just get like all of that money rolls in at once potentially to be tons of money especially if you're on something like steam you know
2: <laughs> Well, i'm glad you enjoyed the book
1: i did Sorry, and what's I'm- what's so funny <laughs>
2: I'm just I'm laughing because uh, uh, for a while there on Twitter, I was following the indie game dev topic, and it is what's Twitter? like fifty percent Stardew Valley posts and fifty percent absolute horror posting about how difficult it is to get anyone to even be aware of the game that you're working on as an indie developer like what's just twitter? just just thousands of people screaming into the void with their life's work and like nobody plays it what's twitter um it's uh it's like threads basically hmm.
3: like the store
2: <laughs> yes <laughs> is that different from lids
0: Actually,
3: that's what I was thinking of. Never mind. <laughs> no, it's it's not the same as lids.
0: No, lids it sounds is, like you're uh, describing X, but that doesn't
3: sound right. <laughs> is X? I I think if the indie dev used <laughs> X, the the most popular social media site instead of whatever this Twitter is, they they may get their word out about their game a little better.
2: That's a weird way to pronounce Club Penguin. <laughs> It's what all the cool kids are saying.
0: <laughs> Charlie, weigh in on this.
1: Um, I, I think they can both just shut down forever. I <laughs> think all just disappear. That's what I think.
2: Uh, so I did delete Twitter off of my phone. Well, okay, that's not technically true. I deleted something at, called X off of my phone, and I don't even know where my Twitter app went. Like it's like it just it just isn't there anymore. So uh, I don't have Twitter on my phone anymore. I just woke up one morning and it was gone.
1: I <laughs> hear they didn't bother to get the permit or the approval to put up the X sign on the outside of their headquarters. So they had to take it down oh, after they put not. it up.
2: Think, yeah. <laughs> Safety's for suckers. Yeah, screw all those <laughs> <Yeah>. epileptic people. <laughs> Because <laughs> not only was it a big unsecured sign, oh, it uh, uh, was secure. They had sandbags holding it down. Um, it was also flashing too.
3: Yeah, it was. It was the real life Kenny Rogers roasters episode. <laughs> <signed up>. Yes. <laughs> now I want a safety sucker.
0: Are you the one who choked on a safety sucker? Me? The one I knew choked on a safety sucker.
3: I don't think I. I don't think that was me.
0: And then, like, they had the hardest time getting it out because of the loop had expanded
3: or whatever. Oh, like it, like <laughs> what? Oh, like it, it snaps free and then it lodges sideways. Like, I
0: don't know yeah. the details. I just know that it was apparently much worse than if it had just been a regular sucker. <laughs> yeah,
3: I could, I could definitely see that because it's like looped. You know, it's just like a bent stick, so it's basically like a trap waiting to like be set inside your throat. <laughs> And you have to like swallow it like a cartoon banana, banana or something.
0: Guys going to see Blue Beetle? No, I haven't seen Barbie yet. So how about
2: Oppenheimer? Nope, haven't seen Oppenheimer either.
1: Yeah, I did see Oppenheimer. I wanted to see Barbie, but just didn't. Well, I think All you right. still have time. a chance. I so oh, like, yes, yes. Yeah. It's I, like I one saw. of the
2: highest grossing films ever.
1: It's like the highest grossing Warner Brothers film.
2: Ever. Yeah. It beat out uh, that Christopher Nolan
0: movie. All I know is that uh, once I learned that I wouldn't be able to see Killian Murphy's 30 foot dom on IMAX 70 millimeter, I wasn't interested anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah. Wait, what do you mean? I thought uh, I thought there was an IMAX 70 millimeter near you. There is, but uh, I hear Killian Murphy. Uh, it doesn't go full
0: Doctor Manhattan in it. He does what? not.
1: No, there's no big dong, no small dong either, no dongs.
2: <laughs> you at least get balls. No.
1: Florence Pugh's naked. That's that's all you get. How
2: about tanks? Like, like when you say when you say naked, are we talking full frontal or? No.
1: Well uh I guess I don't know the technical definition of it. <laughs> Top half.
2: <laughs> Do we get
1: No that? bottom half? I
3: don't know. Is this the new skin cyclopedia segment <laughs> of the show?
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm only mentioning this in the context of it that there is no dong. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i mean at least uh when you go to see the barbie movie you know if if the toys are any indication there won't be any dong in that movie either that's
3: that's true that's true well no mean, spoilers not sorry yeah spoilers, spoilers so i I won't say anything i don't want to oh, know if both in it or not <laughs> only the only the true fans understand
2: well, that one took a moment <laughs> You know, I still haven't seen that movie. Have you, Adam? I have not. Charlie,
0: was, it, we were having a conversation at work about like movies that you know are trash but you like anyway, and like the Spirit was my choice. But in retrospect, The Boss Baby probably would have also been a pretty good choice.
2: <laughs> Gosh, The Spirit was so great. It was one of the best movies. To see in the theater with you.
0: My favorite part of that whole thing is watching like an interview with Frank Miller on the DVD, and you watch it and you're like, I think he's serious. <laughs> 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 well, that probably about wraps it up for this edition of the Gobesky Wallace Report. I'm Adam Gobesky.
1: I'm Charlie Wallace. Special thanks to our two guests on our 250th episode. We've got Doug Gobesky.
2: It was slightly puzzling to be here are we ever gonna get are we ever gonna get to understand what was going on with the fast talking we ever get an explanation for that because other than that it was great to be here some things are a mystery
1: and paul wilcox thanks for having me
0: what a guy's got to have a reason to talk fast these days
1: and it's like thugs (laughs)
0: what's this world coming to (laughs) hasn't listened to this podcast
1: ever where adam just comes on and does something weird with his voice (laughs)
3: and (laughs) And that's how it starts if you don't stick with it for at least half of the running time then it's not enough did it even happen (laughs) so if you enjoyed that episode of the Kibbeski Wallace Report it doesn't have to stop there are you sure? sure. are we going to reveal the secrets? I'm ready if you are I mean
2: I guess they can start by following us on
3: Facebook or Twitter, or just go to the, the old-fashioned internet to com. Search
2: AOL keyword Gobeski Wallace
3: Report. I think you can find us actually in the Yahoo directories if you click on Entertainment, Audio, uh, Miscellaneous. Ooh. I gotta say, listening to that, the like the sound quality of that. Playing through your microphone i really felt like i was in like i felt like it was in a drama movie and you were my dead parent and i was listening <laughs> to <a> recording <laughs> <of you. laughs> like, i'm glad you're still here charlie <laughs> <laughs>